0: Welcome to Date Night Podcast.
1: A tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya.
0: Let's explore a whole new world together.
1: So you've arrived in New Spore City. The only one of you who had any plans in this particular city was Umu. Umu was here for a druidic trial where he needed to go on a vision quest. And there's a temple of uh, a a circular building that is actually the sole thing that is growing on the floor of this uh, and doesn't reach all the way up to the ceiling. It's about a 200-foot-across giant circular mushroom. But that's basically in the middle of the city. There's plenty of spore people wandering around uh, but it's hard to get a lay of exactly how this place functions. It doesn't look like a, you know, any kind of normal city that you've visited before.
2: So, is there any kind of like town square that we can find? Like any central part?
1: Actually, that would be uh, the area that I was describing as kind of that circular temple in the middle. Um, <coughs> that seems to be a place that's bustling. Ooh. And above it, you can actually see there's like a hollowed out mushroom that grows from the ceiling that they've taken the middle out of and there's ladders going up to it and there are actually people walking around uh, up there and that looks kind of like a place where
2: people are exchanging things cool all right hey aaron aaron hello yeah all right listen i need you to do something for me
3: well, I think no. you mean, could you please do something for me, well, but I let's say, take it from the top. I was
2: going to say no questions asked, but it, I thought we were at that point in our relationship. I might have missed... Mis- just uh, tell
3: me what you need.
2: Right. I just need to crawl up on your shoulders and I need you to help me get everyone's attention, right? Please, that's all I'm asking. I'm not going to uh, do anything bad. I'm not going to do... I'm not going to steal anything.
3: But then I'm, I'm going gonna... to have everyone's attention.
2: No, also. I will. Trust me. Okay, fine. All right. So I climb onto Arn's shoulders yet again. Okay, where where are you? In the center of town, like. Where, so you've like climbed a, up the the ladders into this in where the most people can see. Okay, that would
1: probably be up there. All right,
2: all right, everyone, can I have your attention, please?
1: out. And in the silence, hold one second. So
3: yeah, no one oh, in the city was talking. Your
1: first of all, um. What is it your ring that has the magical properties? The which well, I've got that a we couple. just rerolled. Yeah, my Mighty Morphin Power Ring. The Mighty Morphin Power Ring. The actual effect that it had, you just hear your voice boom out on a level that you had no idea <laughs> oh existed <my> God. before. <laughs>
3: Aaron feel... immediately goes to cover her ears, letting go of him. So you might need to roll to see if uh, yeah, you can roll, stay roll on. Roll a
1: dexterity saving throw as you tighten your knees around her head. <laughs> 18. <laughs> That'll do? That, that's a sentence I didn't know I'd say today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Day um, night. you hear uh, everybody who's, even though if you're not up in this area, if you're in the city, you hear this booming gnome voice in common?
2: Uh, under common. In under common? I'll probably do it once in common, once in under common.
1: Okay. So you hear <laughs> like it in World. common say, Attention, <laughs> may I have you? And then he <laughs> repeats in under common. Calling
2: all Amanita to the central square. Calling all Amanita to the central square. Okay. I am
0: highly suspicious at this point.
1: You actually see uh, a couple who are around already up there Mm -hmm. who do move in your direction, and you see some from around different points of the city. It looks like the Amanita are the smallest of these three different types of mushroom people. You see some who look like they're still kind of scurrying around, but definitely a few who are starting to climb up into the central square. Uh, after a little while, you've got a group of probably two dozen Amanita um, gathered around.
2: All right, hello, welcome. Undercommon, common, which one? Uh, you know, we can uh, speak
1: undercommon. At, some of us can speak common, but
2: they, The other,
1: technically. the other spores around, they don't, they don't talk.
2: All right. Oh, well. like ever.
1: No, they 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 communicate uh, via spores.
2: Oh. All right. Well, I only need the Amanita for that particular reason. See, I, touches Crown, am the king of magic. Let's and I've it. traveled to the Underdark to find an Amanita to do a special quest for me. All right. Um, roll a persuasion check. It's a very corny quest. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Stupid. Stupid.
1: <laughs> Okay, There's
2: you, going to be a lot of fun, uh, jovial, trivial things to do.
4: That's not shoehorning. A sta- I, I, that's crowbarring. But you have advantage
1: because of the crown, right? Yeah. Um, or is it? No, you get to add your spellcasting modifier. I mean, technically, modifier. I would
3: say I'm helping him in this situation by giving him the authority. And you have
1: the voice. Of height. Yes. So mm-hmm. roll at advantage and add your intelligence instead of your charisma because you're Perfect. using a crown. That's a nineteen. Okay, Um, you've got their rapt attention.
2: All right. So, um, where did Dern go again? Just off mic, like OOC. Dern went. He went on the. He went went to to to, mainland. You don't know know where on the mainland he went. He went to his temple. He was from Kufo. Kufo. He
0: he went on a zeppelin to cross over to the mainland, and that's all you know.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know he's from Kufo. Okay. So there is a dwarf from Kufo. Alright. This dwarf needs a message from us. All right? Not me.
3: <laughs> not not me. I,
2: told I need you. all of the Amanita that can and I will pay in gold pieces and shells and other treasures. <laughs> For you Not to do
3: this. dreams.
2: I need you to find this dwarf and relay a message to him. He's on the mainland. I need somebody, at least one of you, to step up. Probably a party would do better. But I need someone to come help the king of magic. I've traveled a long way to the Underdark. This special the longest to find monologue
3: we've ever had on this show. Special to
2: find you. Alright,
1: so you see a few of the... Um, they look around at each other first, questioning at like Kufo, and then questioning at like a mainland and a dwarf. up above. And they're kind of looking up, mm-hmm. and a f- most of them kind of just mumble to each other. And you s- see the even, shiny one, like uh, some spores move from one to the other and drift over, and Metal. a few of them start mulling around and leaving, but one. Stays behind and he's he kind of kicks a little well, actually, a large spore sitting on the ground. And he says, Well, now that they all have left, my name is Clathrus, and I know who you're talking about.
4: Can I put him down now?
1: The Metal Man. I am talking about the Metal Man. You. Yeah. get down and kind of get a little bit but, closer but to this I'm, little
2: guy. I got my hands on my hips as she puts me down, so it still looks I still feel authoritative. <laughs> well, you do to this little
3: Authoritative is not a word, 18 inch tall,
1: authoritative. 18 inch go. tall mushroom guy who's got like a little uh it's a thorny, which is like this little uh spiky looks kind of like a dog, but it's about the size like he could ride it.
4: <gasps>
1: and he's got a spear, and he's got kind of this wild growth on the top of his head that's colorful, and he says, "I've met the metal man before."
3: DreamWorks is going to sue us.: <laughs> for, for trolls, the movie.
4: Uh, ah,
1: we
3: haven't could seen see
4: that. that.: I never saw it.
1: But
0: you have yeah, children. We, we All of you have children. I've seen it, and I you haven't. It. How have you seen it?
1: I saw it The kids are with you.
0: Not with me. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry that we're
3: talking about this now. This is on me.
1: Well, maybe I haven't seen it. I'm thinking of the trolls from Frozen. Never
4: mind. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen it. Oh my oh. god, so was I.
2: Oh my
0: god. <laughs> Our kids saw it at the sitter's house. Oh boy. Not here, which oh. is also where they saw Boss Baby and they keep talking about it and I'm like...
4: I have seen Boss Baby. I have not. Anyway.
2: Anyway. Yes.
1: Um, you. Oh. I, I doubted the metal man at first I was the only one in my tribe who did and I left to try and discover whether or not he was really the metal man I went ahead on my faithful companion here Thorny (laughs) and found the place where the metal man struck dead the blight mother and the place was beautiful. We, my whole tribe and, and I, set up our new village there. And we built a statue to the new metal man. Right,
2: okay, right. And I have been
1: looking for him because I was told he might be questing to come in the underdark. I have come to talk to my people here in New Spore City. But I have not found him.
0: He was supposed to be here with us. And now the, the king
1: of magic has come to me and tasked me with a quest.
2: With a very important quest to, to find the metal man. To this fetch the
1: metal man from the very
4: sky. This is
2: great. From the very sky. You are correct, my, my sweet, sweet Amanita son. Can I call you son? It would be an honor.
3: <laughs> yes. So, I guess I'm just standing here.
2: So, my son. And this, and this I, is how cults are born. And I reach into a pack of grease that I've got on me, like a mm-hmm. bottle. I'm sure I have one. You I'm sure, sure you've got it. It. I stick <laughs> I stick my thumb in the bottle and I put it on his l- little mushroom forehead. And I say, I anoint you, my son. Go forth. Uh, so,
3: this is how cults are
2: born. <laughs> yep. Go <laughs> forth. And find the metal man.
3: You never told her the message, I'm not
2: done yet, you orc. All right, listen. First thing I want you to do, you see, how many fingers you got? Three? And two? On the other hand? All right. I lost one in an incident. So your three-fingered one, your three-fingered hand, I want you to only stick up the middle one at him. Like this? Just like that. Yes. Perfect. And then I need you to say, that's from your old party. And then... Is this the sign of our new religion? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. You are absolutely right. It's a sign of our new religion Uh, together. And where we (laughs) worship the king of magic. But I need you to bring back... (sighs) Dern. That's his name. He is the metal man... I'm gifting you with his actual name. Now, don't use any vowels if you write it. Just D-R-N. I don't... Yahweh. I I don't... (laughs) I I don't write. Um, Oh, good. Perfect. So, listen. Go find him, and whatever happens, do not leave his side until he comes back. Do not stop talking. Do not do anything until he comes back.
1: I will go to my village. I will gather up... As many people as you can. I will gather up my entire village, and we will find the Metal Man. And you bring him to me. Is there anything else
2: you know about where he might be that could help (laughs) us in our journey? He's from Kufo. It's on the mainland. And he took a...
3: Wasn't a, he going back ship. to his temple?
2: Yes, he's going back to his temple. And I know he took a skyship. Uh what was the name of the guy? I, I, I would It was the Thunder cloud, The Thunder Cloud. And Griffin was the captain. Griffin The gift. The Griffin, gift. Griffin the GIF. The the GIF. I thought it was a GIF. No. I smack him. in our religion <laughs> at eighty percent strength. <laughs> okay, roll it attack. Do not attack him. <laughs> And I cast, I don't know <laughs> I'm what not, I can't. I'm not don't actually, actually,
3: actually going to do it.
2: Okay. Go find him and bring him to me. Don't leave his side until he comes. I will do my best for you, king of magic. And I kiss him on the forehead and say, go, be off with you. Okay, you have grease on your lips Yeah, I was about no, to that's say. Okay. <laughs> okay. And he hops on Thorny
1: and gallops over toward the... Uh, toward the ladder, and you watch him guide Thorny awkwardly down this ladder, uh, scurrying as quickly as he can, which is still fairly <laughs> slow, based on Boys his Boys
3: turn in for a surprise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm being tested. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, anything else you need to do? Let's go shopping. That seemed perfect.
3: <laughs> you owe me one.
2: Alright, that's fine. Hey, take, take one, and I flip her over a piece of gold.
3: Okay, I guess.
1: There's
2: one. All right.
1: So how about, uh, does anybody else have anything like that they need to do before we figure out what Umu's up to?
0: I have no idea what we're even supposed to be doing here.
1: It's just a place where
0: it's a stopping point. you can
1: resupply, but you can do that kind of when you're getting ready to head out.
0: I resupply.
1: It's easy enough to fill up water
4: mm-hmm.
1: and get a few trade goods. They they are on a route here, um, so there's like three or four places that have basic uh, supplies and, and rations. But you can tell that they're not the types of things that they uh, themselves eat. <laughs> so you, you fill I, up.
3: I can't imagine Arn has anything to do here.
1: Well, let's figure out what's going on with uh, Umu then. Umu? So Umu heads over to the temple uh, where there are a group of the Usine, which are kind of the medium size of these mushroom people. They're like two and a half or three feet tall um, who don't speak. Uh, but when they see you uh, approach inside the temple and see you covered with your mushrooms, they send you a spore that moves out across the air. Um, And you breathe it in.
4: Yuck. Yuck. (coughs) Oh, that's the good shit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And you get a message that basically says, uh, (laughs) your purpose. That's a question.
4: How do I communicate back? They're like, well, they understand. You're gonna. Have you to fart. <laughs> <laughs> you've
1: you've talked to some of these mushroom people before, being in the circle of spores, right. and you know that once you've sort of breathed in their that specific spore, then you can communicate telepathically with that one creature.
0: But this is an audio podcast, so you have to speak it aloud.
1: No, me and Mike are just gonna look at each other and get <laughs> some hats. <Yes>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm here for a vision quest, man. Okay. Yes, his internal monologue <laughs> is different than how he talks. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and you hear a question back. You are ooh, that's right. And it kind of sounds like I hate it. Your mother saying your name when he says it. Aww. Um. You have a trial. There is a creature in another place, far from here, who needs your help. You will need friends. And that's the message that you get.
4: Okay, Umu kind of searches for some guidance on where he's going, or...
1: Okay. Um, You won't really... You won't be leaving here... But you'll be going to another place. You've just broken my mind. (laughs) Your body won't be leaving here. But you'll be going to another place. A place you must go and must share with three friends.
3: If only you had three friends.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Three friends that are here. There were three
1: friends who came in here with you. Who are the three?
0: But wait, what about Zev? There were four. There were five. Five. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Plus Frogman. What? Malkovich. Yeah, not Melisavich. You're (laughs) not.
3: So wait, hold on. So you're counting Malkovich and you're not calling counting Hannah. No, I said four.
2: So there's. There's us three plus
3: Zev plus Hannah. And the frog man, and he's not a frog man. A, no, he's
0: not. But that's he's how a f-
3: frangaroo mayor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the mayor.
3: <laughs> no, it, it ends in M A R E, like a nightmare.
1: Oh, okay. I, I was picturing him in a mayor hat with a monocle and a sack. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's his and Halloween costume. He <laughs> yeah. gets so many. He gets so many treats on Halloween when she goes door to door with him in his little he, mayor outfit. He
4: would. <laughs> M- Mayor that? Malkovich. I guess Umu kind of tries to search for faces. Of yeah, he sends
1: you. Are... He sends you the faces of the Grease Wizard. Okay, and he says, "Your dearest new companion." <laughs> he sends you the face of Aaron and he says, "The angry one."
3: <laughs> now hold on, <laughs> I object. <laughs> Perfect,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and. Kira, and he says, indecisive, those are your three friends.
0: Except she picked her titan feature first.
1: That's true.
3: I, st- I still don't have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can v- your first task is to prove stuff? you have friends, for a druid who is by himself cannot befriend the land. Well. Bring them back. And
4: you will go on a quest together.
0: But what about Zev?
4: Zev's a warlock. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't like him here.
1: Yeah, unless you're... Are you asking about Zev?
4: No, no. Umu's good with it. Okay. He's willing to go with the flow. <laughs> okay. So we just kind of bows and slowly, um, respectfully walks back out of the, the temple and goes to try to find these three. All right. Well, you heard the Grease Wizard above
1: any other noise in this city which is fairly quiet to begin with um so you know he's up there and, and that's also where Rn is so that would okay. probably be where you'd start i don't know did you follow gw and r and kira
0: i guess distractedly okay and especially once i heard that crazy insane noise yes
2: okay did my ring like lose any kind of color to it or lose any kind of I don't know, it didn't, like, my Mighty Morphin power ring. So it's still, it just looks the same. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm seeing if it lost a charge. Mm-mm. Perfect.
1: You get the idea. Well, you could roll an Arcana check.
2: About oh, yeah, I do that. This is a game. Uh, what? Plus eight. Eight. <laughs>
1: Fifteen, yeah, yeah. So you think you this is a new effect that your voice has about you when you want it to, when you want it to be loud? Every one of them with at least one different accent <laughs> has the power <laughs> to sound and carry almost as far, or about as far as a thunder wave.
2: Nice. His so eyes got just a, got huge.
1: You've got thunder voice right now.
2: Thunder voice, I love it.
1: Rename spell. <laughs> Enter homebrew content. Um yeah, so you find Kira Aran and the Grease Wizard up on top of that platform, which was a, a hairy thing to climb. Uh but <laughs> you, you, you mean found that one literally? of the bigger ladders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of
4: like uh, mushroom fibers sticking yeah. out of it. Uh so he just kind of lopes on up to everybody. <laughs> hey guys.
0: Hi, All right,
4: hello. Um uh who wants to go on a vision quest? A um, what? Do you think you guys want to go on a vision quest? It'd be lots of fun.
0: We're supposed to be going someplace. Well, how well, long is it going
3: to take?
2: I don't think it'll take very long. Like, hours-wise? Like, can I still feed my like, my Clippy?
4: Yeah, sure. Does he actually know? Does he have any idea? Is Henna totally nearby? The time in when Umu has gone
1: on his own trips, which were maybe not guided by... His temple all of the time. Trips. The trips can feel like extremely long journeys, but when he gets back, you know it's it's usually just meal time, and that's why he's back. Mm. It hasn't been that much time. He gets
2: well, the munchies. Well, uh, I can
4: guarantee you, you're not even going to miss a meal.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, you know it, humu. humu. Uh, sure. Whatever. That sounds great. What about you two? Where's Hannah? I'm Hena. not
4: talking to Hannah. I'm talking to you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is Shark Tank. If you don't take this deal right I now, I guess and
4: Zev,
1: I don't know where. Where's Zev? Did he Zev would have been hanging out with yeah. EW. So th- probably all together.
0: Hannah, do you know what this is about? Is there time for this?
1: I try not to get involved in spory affairs. I just resupply the pack and move on usually. I don't... If you breathe in this stuff, uh, you can kind of lose perspective for a little while. Who was just sitting there
4: nodding emphatically? (laughs) (laughs) Not my bag, she says.
2: Yeah, sure. You carried me. I'll carry you. Let's go. I'm Uh, I'm down.
3: I guess I don't have anything better to do. So long as it's not too long.
4: Oh, no. It's not going to be too long at all. And you're a ranger, right? You like the outdoors. This will deepen your connection to nature.
0: <laughs> that was Eva. No, that was Aaron. <laughs> I look at Henna. Will you stay around while we do whatever this is, please?
1: I can. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going on without you. I'm. I'm here to help you.
4: Do you need uh, me to help an eye as well? On you. Oh uh, no! I, I think we're okay. So <laughs> why don't you go on with with Henna there and, and make sure everything's okay with Malkovich? Uh, okay. <laughs> this is a. Uh, I have not experienced anything like this place before. I know that's what makes it new and exciting. You can go shopping, see the see the sights. Look, that's a giant mushroom building. Why don't you go play? <laughs> Okay.
1: Because <laughs> just with Hannah now. Okay. And they're just... She's showing them where they can get some supplies and I guess uh, just stocking up and taking a rest. It's been a long a long run along that road. <clears throat> okay. So the rest of you head down to the temple and the Usinae... Druid, there who you've kind of got the connection with, uh, walks over to you and passes. So he's wait. got a little platter. I keep doing
4: this because he has basically paws, not mm-hmm.
2: okay.
4: Sorry,
1: he's got a little platter and he brings it around and it's got these little shot glass sized. I do it, things of kind of
2: <laughs>
1: a greenish, uh, like a fermented <laughs> vegetable type drink.
2: Already down the gullet,
1: okay. Uh, it's bitter. um and he, he, he goes around and basically sends you the message. Here are the three. Don't drink them yet. <laughs> <laughs> do not drink these. No. <laughs> Whatever you do. No. And he, he passes them around. Um, and he says, you have shown that you can be a friend of man. Now you must show that you can be a friend of animal. Drink.
3: Aaron looks down into hers and like sniffs it.
0: Like, is it yucky? I'm staring uh, at the grease words and seeing what as happens.
1: With your uh, vegan diet, this wouldn't maybe be too unlike something you may have it's made kale. before.
3: It's important to know yeah, that Arne's vegetarian. She does still eat cheese. It's kale. Okay.
1: But well, then this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it full-bodied kale.
3: But, yeah, yeah. It's kind
1: of like a kombucha.
3: I think Ooh. about it long and hard and then like just down it as quickly as possible. What time is it?
1: Real life? No, no, no. Oh i'm looking at my computer game uh you got here probably
2: nearing the end of the day
1: yeah it's probably like just after dinner
2: yeah i'll go ahead and uh i'll go ahead and like spit oh wait hold on can i go ahead and feed clippy while i'm while i'm Mm -hmm. going down sure or whatever
1: before you go in
2: yeah uh i'm gonna i'm getting a little nervous so i got some sweat on me i'm gonna go ahead and just okay i've Float up the whole whole shebang, and the
4: if you can deal with watching that, trust me, you. this is nothing.
0: <laughs> Kira finally <laughs> takes hers. Ugh, that's
2: horrible. Oh wait, no, it was Blood Day. Excuse me. <laughs> what? Excuse <laughs> me. You know they always say, "Don't skip, skip Blood Day."
1: Blood Day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing.
3: I'm Eva, and you're listening to the Date Night Podcast. If you're interested in our homebrew items, class and race options, and other unique things about our show, you can get more information about most of them from our friendly neighborhood Game Moms Dungeon Master Guild titles. Some of them are offered free or pay what you want, and others are just a few dollars that are used to help support the show. You can find all of the titles by going to our website, d8nightpodcast.com, and clicking on the store tab, or by searching for Will Mayer on dmsguild.com. There are titles like The Path of Fury for the Barbarian, which I think is pretty cool if I do say so myself, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Rules for Building Your Own Homunculus, Bloodlines, A Guide to New Playable Races, Backgrounds, and Feats, and Crinkle Fire Touches, Guides to the Homebrew Magic Items Made for Our Campaign. Now let's get back to the action and hear what's in store next for our dumb idiots.
1: So after ingesting this kombucha-like drink.
0: Kombucha.
1: Kabuda. (laughs) Kabuda. You experience the sensation of falling.
3: Oh, no. Oh, Uh God.
1: Uh, The glowing hues of the mushroom structures around you start to smear out of shape and mix again and again, forming Mm -hmm. new colors that tickle your rods and cones until you feel...
3: That's the worst way you could have possibly said that. (laughs)
1: A keen desire to scratch your eyes, a feeling that fades as the colors liquefy and drip into pools of themselves. Each time a drop falls, it ripples across the surface of the pool, and as the ripples expand outward, each ring gains the color of the drop. But a new drop falls, and it's a different color. So the rings alternate now. Yellow ochre,
4: phthalo
1: blue, emerald (laughs) green, and more drops fall, drops of various sizes, and their sounds begin to reverberate off the cave walls or off your eardrums, you can't tell. Into a steady rhythm, with a melody from a new pool beside you, and a new pool, another melody, and another, and another, and with me, (laughs) and you'll be pursued by whoever owns the rights to walk i pretty sure that's Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Until all the pools, let's see, uh, another and another, until all the pools are you, and the sounds cause your liquid form to reorganize into a contented group of fractals.
0: I don't know about contented, but okay.
1: And you bask in it for what seems like a very long time. Do and, I? And you can hear each other thinking now. Oh, no. Oh, this, this is this really is creepy.
0: This is really unnerving. <laughs> you
4: just hear from Umu, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you thinking? Uh. <laughs> this is really
0: creepy. This is really unnerving. <laughs> this is not what I expected. Wee <laughs>
4: <laughs> dudes just 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 go with it, okay? This is this is gonna be good. Just go with it. I
3: mean, it. like my amazing muscles are basically all I have going on, and I don't feel very muscular right now, so I'm concerned.
2: Alright. Well, this is fun. where are we going? I don't wanna
3: be a puddle.
1: And after a little while of hearing this music around you that is starting to, like, reverberate throughout you, you see a midnight black droplet of liquid form above you, growing as it dangles down from the twilight purple sky, inching closer to the water, growing, growing. And the sounds of all of the other drops stop. As all of the would-be melodious precipitation absorbs into the black glob, and it detaches from the sky, holds in place for just a moment, and then careens down off the ceiling and into the silence. It strikes the colored pools attached to you that are an extension of you, and it lets out a discordant tone. I was totally expecting somebody to make a Christopher Nolan sound. I was waiting for a pause <laughs> to start singing the sound
4: of silence, but, you know.
1: And uh, others, other black drops follow, with the speed of a double bass pedal, smashing into the fractal pools and breaking their patterns into cracks that splinter across your surface, giving you the sensation of turning into a mortal jigsaw puzzle. Ooh, this is a little harsher than what I'm used to.
2: All right, I'll, ow, Maybe?
1: And a moment later, you can't hear each other thinking anymore. You're apart and you're falling again. This time into an acrid, wet, dark place. And you land in a pile of decaying or fermenting plant matter. Oh, okay. This is nice again. <laughs> it's dark, but you can see each other no more than five feet apart, but seemingly miles away because you recognize that you were one liquid entity a moment ago, and not four. And now that you're not anymore, you've never felt so alone. Umu? You count as level five for this scenario. So we're going to let you level. level, Okay. But you're not going to select new spells. Oh. Um, So you're going to get to roll your your hit dice and level up. Was it You don't have to necessarily keep this if you want to keep your sheet at level three. But for this experience, you're going to have those extra hit points, and the extra spell slots, and the two extra ability scores.
4: Hold, please. Okay.
1: So we're going to figure that out.
2: Everything. Grease wizard doesn't like the feeling of being alone.
1: Yeah, this would be particularly hard for. Yeah, Arin might
3: throw up a little bit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Two pluses. You might. Four. can feel that. is in frozen two, fear. Six. Another the so it's another 10. It's going to be up to 32 HP. And Then at level 5, he's up to plus 3 proficiency. And we've got... I'm still looking at level 3. 4, 3, and 2 third levels.
1: And you can increase 2 of your ability scores
4: by 1 for now also. Okay, can I pick a feat later if I... Yeah, search? yeah, okay. this is
1: just temporary.
4: Let's go with... One wisdom, bringing me to 16 and a plus 3. I'm going to bring up to strength to get rid of my negative.
1: Okay. This is how you can use your third level spell slots. You can either empower lower level spells, as you usually could, cast them at a higher level, or you can cast the following two things. There's... Uh, you can create an astral form of yourself, which is a spectral image that's immune to damage, and it's invisible, and it lasts for an hour. It can't attack or cast spells or speak. Right. And your body in this scenario, since it's not your body, you're just sort of imagining that it is, that disappears. So you basically transform into this other form. You can end it as a bonus action at any time. But that would take a third level spot. Or you can cast Lucidity. If you cast that, you can change a detail of the world, the narrative, or someone around you in a small but meaningful way. Oh, okay, small. Okay? So you can actually change the world you're in, the way the story's unfolding, or one of your companions or one of your enemies. Now, when you say the way the story's unfolding, just within this sort of dream state? Yes. Okay. All this is... For this particular scenario that's going on. Okay. All right. Any questions about that? No. So uh, as you sort of land in this fermented or fermenting and declaim, decaying plant matter, will everybody please do a perception check? Um, 17.
3: Seven.
1: Five. Six. <laughs> okay. Aaron alone notices uh, these s- swarms of small, like, bug-sized things creeping up in the direction Arin's facing, but sort of behind um, everybody else.
3: Bug-sized, you said?
1: Yeah, they're like the, you know, like the size of decent-sized beetles, but they're in big swarms. And they're moving in your direction rapidly.
3: Uh, guys? And I, I just kind of get everyone's attention and like point towards it.
1: Okay. Everybody, you turn around and you see these, it's like four different swarms of these things just making a, a quick path toward you. And you can see that some of the time they're on top of what looks like this decaying plant matter, and sometimes they're on swimming through some sort of liquid. Um, And as you see them swim through the liquid, you can see that unlike bugs, they're not like six-legged things. These things have like a hundred little filia or cilia, I don't remember which is which, that they're kind of swimming through the uh, liquid with uh, in your direction. And anybody roll a, a nature check? Nothing. 21. 21? 16. 12. Okay, these are not uh, these are not any kind of bugs that you've seen that exist, uh, like inside nature. Do I have any idea of what they are? With the twenty-one, um, I'm trying to think about what people in this world would know about them. Uh, there's you get the feeling like these are unseen organisms generally
4: but you are seeing them so the are they germs
3: they're germs
4: we wouldn't have a concept of that though
3: they're flu season
4: would the spore people that i've often hung out with have any conception of what a germ is no, no probably, probably not. not
3: well i was saying that out of character iron wasn't going
4: so yeah All right should i kill them you know i really don't know i mean i was sent down here to Befriend nature. Maybe these are part of nature. So Umu steps to the front, and he just kind of gingerly puts his hand, (laughs) hoof, or whatever, down. As the swarms are approaching. Yeah, one of the the first waves. All right. So
1: Umu reaches down near the decaying plant matter, right where it kind of meets some of this liquid, as the first swarm, which is maybe 15 or 20 feet ahead of the others, starts to make landfall, I guess we sure. could call it. Plantfall? The, the new Bond movie. <laughs> And uh, Umu sticks his hand out there. And you watch as they start crawling uh, up his arm and up onto his shoulder and his neck until... Unless, are, are you doing anything or they're just sort of i kind of watching for right now. Okay. You know
3: that scene in Lilo and Stitch when all the mosquitoes start to land on Pleakley and he's like, oh look, they've chosen me <laughs> as a host. They love me. And then starts screaming when they all bite him at once.
4: I haven't seen that one either. No, I haven't either. Uh, it's
3: been a long time. Well, that's what I'm that's visualizing. That's for you younger
4: listeners. <laughs> that's right.
3: It's really not. like
4: <laughs> No, Lilo and Stitch was out like when we were, those what, early 2000s, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we weren't kids.
3: Anyway, it's a very specific scene in Lilo and Stitch, and it's also what is happening here right now.
1: So these things start to crawl up. They cover you until basically your surface instead of mushrooms, as it usually is, is these little crawling things. And then like that famous scene in Lilo and Stitch. (laughs) Oh,
4: no. They bite
1: simultaneously. Um, and sort of since you weren't dodging.
4: Uh-oh. Well, it was nice to know you all. Arn starts
2: laughing. Uh, eight uh, eight damage. Does okay. he give any kind of like, ah, uh, or anything? Like Umu? Oh, did- God. All right, then <laughs> fireball at the next wave. Uh, yeah. Oh, at the next wave. Yeah, was the next like, wave. Well, Just okay. automatic reaction. 30, all right. I'll roll a deck.
4: What's 32 minus eight? 24? 24.
1: You want to roll your fireball damage? Yeah, can I have that? Actually, the fireballs, if you roll, like, ones and twos, the fireball's going to toast this swarm. All so. right, that's
2: fine. Because they, just- they
1: failed their save.
2: Yeah, that's just Grease Wizard's initial reaction, yeah. just a whoosh.
1: So you toast one of the one of the three approaching swarms. Whoa. Uh, what action is Arn and Kira, what action do you want to take before these things uh, move forward? It looks like they're going to be on you before the next turn.
3: Run. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: fair. So you're gonna run just dash.
3: Yep. Aaron okay. <laughs> is out of
1: here. So Aaron dashes. Uh, probably they were sort of coming from a few different directions, but there's one clear path now that's been scorched. So you're gonna run through where GW's fireball went. All right. So Aaron just dashes. Like waving
3: feet. my arms in the air, like so I'm being chased by bees. Like get
1: off, <laughs> go. Bees. All right, so Arn's running from the bees. Pira
0: moving away as well.
1: Okay, Pira runs
0: in a calm and collected fashion. Um. Disturbed and very unnerved. <laughs> <laughs> Umu, aren't you glad you brought your friends?
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, so the uh, is it my turn again? Uh, yeah be your turn and then it's gonna be the, the swarm's okay. turn. Just so I'm clear, this astral form, like you said, basically dissolves my physical body until I can mm-hmm. I can I and I can use a bonus action to come back out of it again, yep. right? Okay. Astral form to get this unholy whatever this Swarm is off, off of you. me. Okay, your speed is doubled to while move you're in to move through that gap that RN was heading through. Okay. And then dismiss
1: All right, as a so you- bonus
4: action. You can move
1: about 60 feet, so you can almost catch and She can run 80. Okay, yeah, I'll um, catch, I'll catch
4: Aaron and then So you're poof. about
1: 70 feet away from these things when they start their turn and 60 feet away from the ones that were on you. Okay. Uh, Grease Wizard, they're nearby you, the one swarm. It's going to start to try and swarm up you, mm-hmm. but you're not just letting it, so it, they'll have to try to make an attack. Okay. Uh, that's a 13 against your AC. Nope. So you just start stomping as these things try to come up, and they can't really, a couple of them get on your boots, but they can't get up anywhere where they can hurt you. Um, It's your turn. The other swarms have moved close. They're maybe now five feet away. They've started to climb onto the um, plant matter.
2: Uh, I'm going to cast a thunder wave.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah, everybody's out of the way. So, you're just going to hit these things. What do they have
2: to do? Uh, it is a constitution save.
1: Which I can't
2: imagine is a single cell organism. A one, a two, and a ten. Nice. nice. All right, that's 2d8 damage, and they get pushed 10 feet away. Well, with the addition, it's a one, a three, and an 11. eight,
1: eight, eight eight. Eight damage. And they get pushed
2: 10 feet away. 10
1: feet back. Okay. You seem like the swarms thin out to about half of their original size. Uh, and they get knocked. They're all about 15 feet away from you right now. Arn, it's your turn. Uh, Still bee run? Yeah. Okay. Arn goes another 80 feet away from the, from the bees. All
3: I have is my axe. Like, I don't know what you expect me to do.
1: And Kira. I'm having a flashback. Are there any that are... Running away from the group. (laughs) Yeah, with the steam (laughs) element. Yeah. Ah.
0: Um, Are they...
1: She's due for another runaway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like,
3: Arn is, like, not really scared of much, but she's not stupid. Like, I'm not going to just stand there when there's absolutely literally nothing I can do.
4: And the embodiment of the common cold is right before her.
0: (laughs) Are they close to me?
4: You
1: ran... uh, 60 feet away so they're like I 70 feet I didn't dash
0: I just moved away so oh, okay. I guess 30 Kira so picked up at a, <laughs> <laughs> a leisurely pace I'm watching what they're doing
1: they're trying to get back on the place where the Grease Wizard is
0: I'll just stand and watch because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't f- and watch. I don't think there's anything I can really do either that famous
3: Kira move Okay,
4: uh, umu I'm go. I don't, honestly, I don't know what to do either. Thorn whip. I mean, I'm not targeting an individual cell here, but I'm kind of just.
0: Do you have cure disease or something?
4: No, not not. I mean, I don't. I may have, but <laughs> you know, I have to go in with the spells that I have. So. Uh,
3: and I don't think you would have any conception that this is a disease, perhaps.
4: No, not really. Uh, okay, I want to thorn whip. One of the remaining. I actually had my druid stuff closed. I'm sorry. It's all right, it's a cantrip.
1: What kind of damage does that deal?
4: Piercing. Okay. So, uh, long life is a melee spell attack. Roll to seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do one d six piercing. Your my count is level seven. five right now, so two d six. Oh, yeah. Sweet.
1: Uh, It's going to be eight damage. That's going to get halved as piercing damage as you just kind of
4: slap and you squish like two of these things out of the swarm. And then as my reaction, I want to do Halo of Spores, which is just three poison damage. Okay. How far does that go? Ten feet. But aren't they still sort of
1: close? No, you moved like 60 feet away. Never mind. So your Thorn Whip's iffy. You kind of had to take a couple steps to cast that. Okay. All right. Uh, Grease wizard, they're all almost swarmed together into a single area now.
2: I run towards them. Okay. I do a really cool jump. It's an 11 plus athletics or acrobatics. That's a 14. You do a Sort of cool jump. <laughs> I think it looks cool. You do. And I cast another Thunder Wave, right? I go right in the center and then boom. Okay. Five, seven, and six. A no, no, <laughs> and no. One. One. Two? Yeah. Two damage? Yes. Boom. <laughs> but the they get pushed. Cool
1: ten jump. jump. Yeah, they, they do because they fail. So they get blasted ten feet back, and they kind of coalesce back into one swarm about the size of you know what originally was one swarm. That's about how many are left.
2: <sighs> um,
1: and when you cast that, the echo of the thunder wave reverberates off the walls inside here, and you feel like the ground kind of slosh a little bit, but you also feel. And this doesn't usually work this way, but you feel one of your spell slots come back to you. Hey, oh, which one? A uh, first level. Okay. You were gonna take uh, arcane, or what was it called? Arcane. Arcane echo, yeah, or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is your you you make the connection back to your time where you were fighting the blue dragon the adult blue dragon and the empowerment you received from Takashi's spell of uh, imbuing you with the old titan's power Um, and now you learn a little bit of how to recover uh, a spell a spell's energy after you cast it and absorb it back into yourself. All right, nice! And now you have access to the all of the stuff from that particular feat. Yes! All right, cool, and Aaron you're a hundred and sixty feet ish away and up against the edge of like a wall. Uh, roll a roll an investigation check.
3: not great that's a that's a straight five
1: it's squishy.
3: I don't
0: love it
1: okay <laughs> you don't Kira, you doing anything?
0: No. Okay. Sorry. That's fine. I'm moral support. Yay. Umu. Go Grease Wizard and whatever Umu's doing. By the
1: way, you push them back, they moved forward again. They're about five feet, but they're not able to get to you because they have very little movement.
4: I would like to infest the swarm. Fair enough. Okay. What
3: can that possibly mean? It
4: has to succeed on the constitution saving throw or take 1d6. It's have not
1: been doing well with that.
4: No, 2d6. That is a six which is well, well below my spell save. So it takes four poison damage and must move five feet in a random direction. So roll a roll a d4. Mm-hmm. So long Scatter. as it's not a one, it's not towards Sam. It's a four, so
1: directly away from the Grease Wizard. Uh, that swarm thins out to about half of its size as you see some of the creatures kind of turn a sickly green color. And... It is GW's turn.
2: I'm going to run. I do the same cool jump. Okay. Nope, don't. I do not. It was a six.
1: You'd splash awkwardly in the water after this group.
2: And boom.
1: Okay. That's a one. All right, if I ever give you this dice.
4: Throw it back. Don't,
1: don't roll it. <laughs> this gold one. Because that's what they've been failing their saves with mostly.
0: Maybe that might work for me then. Just
2: traverse
1: six, it. yes, and then eight. All right, that's way enough. you watch just the explosion of these things as they fly up in the air, and some of the water, well not water, the liquid around you uh, flies up into the air too.
3: if it's not
0: water, what is it? I hesitantly walk back to the group
1: um, as by you, the
0: group, I mean two.
1: Are you walking back Arn?
0: uh yeah,
1: okay, as you get back together. Um, you feel sort of another shake like you felt when the second thunder wave went off and you hear like a gurgling and rumbling sound. Uh-oh. And then in the distance about 40 feet away out of the soup of, you know, whatever's around you with this fermenting plant matter and this kind of acrid liquid, this huge like tapeworm looking thing bursts up out of the water and it just keeps towering up and up and up until it starts running in the other direction (laughs) (laughs) until it looks like it's about 30 feet out of the water, but still has enough underneath the water to support it. And then when it looks like it's just about to crash, like start to crash back into the water, it writes itself, pulls itself up, turns its head toward you even though it doesn't have any eyes, seems to notice that you're there and opens its slit of a mouth. And we're going to leave it there until next week.
0: Huh? But well, we have more but time! I, I just pulled my bow out and I was going to shoot at the mouth and I rolled a 19.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: can yeah, I write down I mean, my 19?
2: We'll see. I
4: insist that you do.
2: You can write it down. What if it's just going to say... Hello, everybody. Thank but you. Be, oh, God, my eyes!
4: <laughs> no, I have to kill you all. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: But I was drawing back and I rolled a 19.
4: Drawing
1: back and, and getting ready to shoot is where we're going to leave off.
2: Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. We'll see you again next week. Until then, keep in touch by following us on Twitter at date night Podcast or visiting DateNightPodcast.com.